0: Welcome back to that Football Stats podcast. In this one, it is a FA Cup. Third round proper episode. We are going to take a look at some of the key games, the games that stand out to me, the games that I'm most excited about. Then we're also going to use that insight to create a sensible bet builder for the weekend. But first, a little bit of trivia for the oldest football competition in the world. 1871, this competition was first established. No team has won the FA Cup more than Arsenal. 14 times they have won the FA Cup. Quite remarkable. They've got a tough game in this round against Liverpool, a Liverpool side without Salah, of course. In 1903, Berry beat Derby in the final 6-0. To this day, that game holds the record and Bury hold the record even though they're not in existence anymore for the most goals scored by a single team in an FA Cup final. Cardiff City are the only non-English team to have ever won the FA Cup back in 1927 and the FA Cup final was the first ever football game that was televised in England. That was in 1937. So this this competition when you just look at some of those pub quiz questions if you will, you get a sense of the history and what it still means. Yes, some of the big teams might rest players, but for some of the teams we're going to look at even in the championship the FA Cup still means so, so much. Here's four FA Cup games for Saturday then that stuck out to me when I was looking at the fixture feeds. We've got Sunderland, Newcastle. The last meeting between these two was 2016. 1-1 on that day. The scorers were Mitrovic and Jermaine Defoe. And there's no doubt about it, this time, where derby is probably where all eyeballs will be at 12.45. Newcastle, without a victory or a clean sheet, in the last eight away games. Sunderland unbeaten in three games coming into this. This is not the fixture Eddie Howe wanted. He does not want to play this game, but they have to. They have to go there, they have to get themselves ready, and they have to not lose. It is a pivotal game for Newcastle and Eddie Howe. I don't believe he will be sacked, but the pressure is mounting, and that's why this game, it's an uncomfortable game for Newcastle and Eddie Howe, and Believe me, Sunderland and their fans, it'll be rammed in there. It'll be so loud. They will make this uncomfortable for Newcastle. And they've got players that can hurt them. Will Newcastle rotate? Can they rotate? The owners will be sort of desperate for a trophy as well at Newcastle, right? So this is a great opportunity and it just makes it all that more pivotal for Eddie Howe and Newcastle in terms of their season, They're out of Europe. They're out of the Carabao Cup, thanks to Chelsea recently. It's a massive moment, and I wouldn't be surprised if Sunderland can get something from this game. I'm certainly feeling at least a Sunderland goal. Walsall away at Southampton. Now, Southampton are in superb form. They're unbeaten in, I think, about 10 games. And I'm sure many, including the bookies, looking at the odds, I think it's 1.29, do not give Walsall a chance. But... Over the last 25 games, Warsaw have scored 1.85 goals on average away from home. That's pretty good for an away team. They come into this game having scored six goals at Grimsby in the last away fixture. Now, to me, the FA Cup, and certainly ties like this, yes, it's a tough task for Warsaw, but at the same time, they've got absolutely nothing to lose. So I think we could see goals in this one, I think we could see BTTS. QPR hosting Bournemouth, the battle of the Spanish managers, Iriola and... Sifuentes? Hopefully I said that right, QPR fans, let me know in the comments. Now, the FA Cup has me feeling all kinds of things, because I'm sure Iriola wants a cup run for Bournemouth to go with their amazing Premier League form. Yes, they lost at Spurs, but Spurs were very, very good. Previous to that, what was it? Unbeaten in in the whole of December. Three away wins on the bounce. It's safe to say the trajectory of this Bournemouth team is looking pretty good. But for some reason, as I say, the FA Cup has me feeling strange things, hoping for magic. Even though QPR come into this winless in six games, I'm hesitant to completely write them off. Just something about that team. I've watched QPR a couple of times under the new manager and there, there, there was something there. I think they were unbeaten in three. They won two of those games when he was first appointed. And as I say, since then, winless in six, the goals really have dried up. Everything suggests Bournemouth go here, get a couple of goals, get the job done nice and easy. But I'm just hesitant to write QPR off. Will we see some? This isn't exactly magic of the FA Cup either, because QPR, you know, they're in the championship, they spent money. But that's one of the games where I just couldn't call it, even though the form was there. Another game that looks all right for goals, Swansea-Morcombe. Swansea have scored in each of the last five home games. Now, whilst Morcombe have only won once since early December, Their games often contain goals. If we just read off some of the recent results, 2-2, 5-0, 2-2, 3-1, 5-0, 1-1, 2-0, 2-1, 6-0, 2-1, 3-2, 2-1, 1-0, 4-1. I've got to stop. This is sounding like some sort of weird kindergarten song they had a very good spell of form between the end of september and the start of november just one defeat during that time and again it falls under the category of teams that just have nothing to lose they're able to score they're used to scoring goals that they're also conceding goals as well so that could be another one That sees goals. So, a few other honourable mentions for Saturday's games, and then we will move on to Sunday's games. Leicester City away at Millwall, you would expect them to get the job done in that championship tie. They've pulled away at the top of the championship now, haven't they, over the festive period with Ipswich. The goals have dried up for them a little bit. They are in the market for a striker, I think. Incidentally, Ipswich away from home, playing at the same time, half 12, away at AFC Wimbledon. One of the late games is Chelsea hosting Preston. I know Chelsea have been bad, but I can't see past a Chelsea victory there. Preston have not been in any kind of form as of late Four defeats in the last five for Preston and plenty of goals conceded as well. On to Sunday's games then, Man City hosting Huddersfield. You can see that one going exactly one way Peterborough Leeds should be an interesting game Leeds playing quite well at the moment Shrewsbury Town hosting Wrexham a chance for uh, Wrexham to knock out a team from the league above and um, for Shrewsbury they lost four games in a row before they beat Fleetwood Town managerless Fleetwood Town Um, I think that was the final game for the manager he has now been sacked Charlie Adam incidentally ex-Blackpool player ex-Liverpool player as well, ex-Stoke, he is in at Fleetwood. So interesting decision. Wayne Rooney also been sacked since the last episode. I think that one was coming, he took them from, what was it, 5th to 21st in the Championship, takes some doing. For Wrexham, they have only failed to score in one of the last 10 away games. And for Shrewsbury, they are very, very good at home. The only defeats recently from early November have been to Bolton, who were third at the time, Portsmouth, who were top at the time, and Peterborough, who were second at the time. So they've only lost to the top three in League One this season at home. Their away form is a different story. In fact, it's quite terrible. So I'm feeling a bit of a BTTS over 2.5 goals for that one, if I'm being honest. Luton-Bolton potentially a tight game across the last 25 games. Luton averaging 1.2 goals per game. For Bolton, though, 2.36 That average does go down to 1.5 when you look at their away form. However, they come into this in superb form. They will, again, have nothing to lose going here and uh, trying to attack this Luton team. And it might be a bit of a change of pace for Luton. I think they could struggle in this one because they've been playing in such a heroic, defensive way in the Premier League. Every game is a final. But now the away team are going to be playing like that. And I just think it it might take them... 15, 20 minutes to adjust to that in-game because they will have the better players on the pitch. You, you would think so anyway, Bolton being a League One team, albeit doing very well in League One. Managed by Ian Evert, doing a good job there. And again, if we look at the last 25 games, they have won 76% of all games, averaging 2.36 points per game with 59 goals scored in the last 25, fantastic stuff. Uh, Blackpool away at Nottingham Forest, and also we will end with a look at Arsenal versus Liverpool. For Arsenal, it is just one win since the 9th of December. That was at home to Brighton de Zebry, and that game said that they were one of the best teams they've played this season. And they were good, they controlled that game. They didn't create too many openings, from what I remember, but they were just clinical, took their chances. Now, even this run that they're on at the minute, I mean, the West Ham game, how they didn't score in that game, how they didn't score is because they've got players at the top end of the pitch that are not killers. They're not clinical enough. Saka fantastic player he's not going to get 25 30 goals maybe in the future not now Martinelli he's got it in him but there's something wrong on that left side of of the midfield for Arsenal I think positionally they need a, a proper midfielder there to bring the more to bring the best out of Martinelli again when Saka was there Martinelli was on fire I think it Makes a big difference to the rest of the team if you put Trossard in or if you put Havertz in. In some cases they might go and infiltrate the space of Martinelli or make similar runs to Martinelli or not be on the same wavelength because they are in fact forwards and not true midfield players. Don't think they've replaced Shaka to be honest, and Partey being injured is a little bit of a, a nuisance because that could push Rice into that position, the left-sided central midfield position. If Partey was fit, a couple of defeats in a row then for Arsenal and uh, Arteta will be quite keen to to improve to bounce back, but he'll know that this is a tricky, tricky fixture. Liverpool on fire. Let's take a look at their recent form. Now, if you listen to the last episode of uh, that Football Starts podcast. You will remember the sensible bet builder, which involved Liverpool and Newcastle. That was a winner at 5-1. to one. We put on that over 16.5 shots for Liverpool. They ended up having, I think, 34 against Newcastle. So... Will they bring their shooting boots to this game? They're going to be without Mohamed Salah. That is a massive, massive blow. How will they adapt? Who will play there? Will it be Harvey Elliott? Will he try and replicate, you know, the left footedness of the role? Robertson and Simikas still out as well. Now, Newcastle weren't able to really penetrate that well. I think they had three shots on target in the whole game. But certainly, Arsenal are more dangerous. Even if those front three have not been firing throughout December, they're still capable of... Of getting in those areas where they are without Simicast without Robertson Joe Gomez played well to be fair against Newcastle and these two played out a 1-1 draw recently didn't they just before Christmas 1-1 that was at Anfield this one is at the Emirates Arsenal had scored in every home game played this season before that blank against West Ham I do think they'll score in this game I don't know how much rotation there will be from Jurgen Klopp but I do expect rotation no Endo who's been a big part of the recent form for Liverpool shall we say he's been great finally found his role and just started to perform, do the simple things. I still think he's a little bit shaky under pressure, but they will miss him in this game. Odegaard might get a little bit more space in the middle, and I think Arsenal will certainly try to exploit the lack of Simicas and Andy Robertson. I must say as well, Simicas proved me wrong this season. There was many games, I think City, they drew 1-1, Arsenal 1-1, and I was saying before those games that the other team is going to have joy because there's no Robertson. Simicas is not as good defensively. And to be honest, he's been fine. Seven out of ten in, in the big games, in the big moments this season. Um, he, he's been great as a backup, just coming in, doing a job. But now, without him as well, I'm sort of back in that position of thinking good teams might be able to exploit that weakness. I was surprised that Newcastle didn't really... I know they scored twice, but it was late on. The XG in that game was mental 7 for Liverpool, Premier League record. So that was my preview. A little bit of uh, thoughts and and some stats on all of the teams. Now we will um, head over to Bet365 and create a sensible bet builder. Now, I don't think it's wise to try and predict every single game from the FA Cup. Um, There will just be some surprises. There will be upsets. There's also some games on Friday and Thursday night, by the way, but... The timing of this podcast coming out and, you know, getting people to to watch it or listen to it. You probably would have missed those games. You've got um, Tottenham-Burnley, Fulham-Rotherham, Brentford-Wolves. That's on Friday night. And then on Thursday night, you've got Crystal Palace-Everton, a Premier League tie there. Not too many Premier League ties. Um, truth be told and it seems with the scheduling they're kind of getting them out of the way on the Thursday and the Friday so the first option I'm going to add to this sensible bet builder uh, given the preview of the Walsall game is BTTS at 1.8 scored six goals in their previous game Walsall and um, I think they'll be flying again nothing to lose coming into this one now, I spoke about QPR and how I couldn't write them off. I'm not going to add them onto this slip because it, it would just not be wise. This is called sensible bet builders, not hunch bet builders. Their form doesn't give you confidence, but I still, in my mind, cannot write them off for some reason. They are 5.25 to win uh, Bournemouth 1.6. Of course, you can explore the markets for uh, to qualify as well, which is an interesting one. You've got journal no bet and double chance, which might be valuable this weekend, given that some teams will more than take a draw in the FA Cup. Now for Swansea and Morecambe, given the uh, data and what I said before, I'm going to go with over 2.5 goals. And yes, that is uh, just over even. So... That takes the double, as it is at the moment, to 3.69. And I'm also going to add in Shrewsbury-Wrexham-BTTS. So that takes the treble to 5.96. And one of the play that I am contemplating is Bolton or Draw as well. Um, They are, of course, at Luton. As I think about it a bit more, I just think this is going to be A very, very different game for Luton. And I just think there might be value maybe for Bolton to score or BTTS. I just think there could be value in that game, given the way Bolton are playing. So that is the treble then. That is the sensible bet builder, 5.96. Let's just go over it again. We've got Southampton, Walsall, BTTS, Walsall coming into that scoring six goals. Swansea, Morecambe, Morecambe's games in the past sort of 10-15, they've just been littered with goals. Swansea, no stranger to conceding at home as well. That is over 2.5 and BTTS, yes, at just over evens. And finally, Shrewsbury versus Wrexham. BTTS 1.61, Wrexham looking to knock out a team from League One. But of course, Shrewsbury got a very, very good home record. I love the FA Cup, as I said at the start of the video. Let me know what you think about it. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. If you're watching this on TikTok or something like that, then hit the like button, subscribe, all that good stuff. And uh, as always, enjoy your week, your weekend of, of football And uh, hopefully we see some magic in the FA Cup.